0: Janine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Janine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Happy Sunday, everyone, on this Sunday, January 16th, 2022. I hope that everyone is enjoying their day so far. It's a wonderful morning here in New York City. And as always, we're armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners on Talk Radio 77 WABC and all listening to our stream on WABCradio.com and on the 77 WABC mobile app. I also want to make sure that I hear from you in just a little bit. We're going to be taking your calls right here on the friends of the court hotline. You know, the number 1-800-848-WABC that's 1-800-848-9222. Make sure you give us a call and share your thoughts. Cause I always love hearing what you guys have to say. And later on in the show, I'll reveal the results of our question of the week, but there is so much that happened this week in America Uh, It is January 16th, and in four days, it will be the one-year anniversary of the Biden administration. That is a subject unto itself and the subject of my open today, but as crime continues across the country, Uh, It seems to be moving from one city to the next, and New York City, unfortunately, has another progressive DA elected with the help of George Soros. And this guy says, if you go into a store with an AR-15 and tell everybody to hit the ground and uh, steal everything you want, well, as long as you don't kill anybody, you know, we'll give you a petty larceny, no stress. The whole point of these progressive DAs is to make sure that nobody goes to jail. And of course, last night, even during my show, Justice, uh, we had a hostage situation in Texas, Colleyville, Texas, where an individual said that he wanted the uh, Lady Al Qaeda was her name or she is a. Uh, A doctor educated in the United States, Pakistani, who was convicted of attempting to kill several military men and FBI agents, for which she received 86 years. Uh, And so suddenly we are seeing the Al-Qaeda thing going on, but it wasn't just that. He took hostages in a synagogue, no less folks in a synagogue. So let's let's target the synagogue, target the Jews who historically – have been the targets of hate for thousands of years. And Omicron, the the lunacy uh, about Omicron and what's going on continues in this country. Nobody knows what to do, but here's the best part of it. Nobody has a test to figure out if they have it so that they can then figure out what to do, which they don't know what to do in any event, it is a nightmare, uh, and we're going to get to all those topics during the break. And during the break, uh, uh, I will uh, and break it all down, I should say, for you here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Plus, later on in the show, I'm going to gavel out with my closing arguments, and I'll also reveal a new question of the week that you don't want to miss. I always love your participation in our weekly polls on the topics that matter to justice here in America. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. But first, it's time for my opening statement. Okay, in four days, it will be the one-year anniversary, but not a good one. They kept telling us he had decades of experience in the Senate and the House. He kept telling us that he would be the great uniter. He fancied himself FDR. FDR. LBJ, he has indeed left his mark. Joe Biden has the lowest approval rating in American presidential history at this point. A well-deserved distinction that he had to work for that doesn't happen by accident. His ineptitude and his incompetence, his arrogance and his anger on constant display whenever he deigns to address us, which is why his handlers have allowed him so few interactions with the press Remember him always saying, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. I got to go. I'm going to get in trouble. I got to get out of here. And he's had fewer press conferences to date than any other president in recent history. His blatant cognitive decline, obvious to all of us, not only creates uncertainty, it frightens Americans and it emboldens our enemies. He came in, folks, on a promise of shutting down the virus and building the economy. He has done precisely the opposite, building the virus and shutting down the economy. The virus runs rampant and the economy's in the tank. Inflation at a 40-year high. His solution? Keep throwing money at it. And, folks, every time he throws money at it, the truth is, the, uh, your dollar, and the value of your dollar is worth less and buys less. He shut down our Keystone Pipeline and gave the okay for Nord Stream in Europe, and he kisses the rings of our adversaries, Russia and China, to pump more oil. Every promise he's made, he's broken. And one wonders, does he not remember what he said, what he promised? Or is he just stupid? My answer from before the election, I told you he was a Trojan horse. And Joe Biden is indeed that Trojan horse or more colloquially an empty suit. He lied his way into the presidency and has been lying ever since. Instead of being a moderate, he's an angry progressive seeking to divide us at every turn. His speech this week likening Republicans who don't agree with him to George Wallace and Bull Connor is hateful. It's divisive. Members of his own party and the mainstream media agree. This man is unhinged. If anyone deserves the 25th Amendment being visited upon him, it's clueless Joe. He and his VP said they never saw Omicron coming. Imagine, we never saw it coming. But even Fauci contradicted them and said he knew there'd be another. But on December 1, when we found out that there was this new variant coming from South Africa, did they do anything to protect us? No. Did they order tests? No. And now six weeks later, after we first hear about Omicron, we don't even have tests. They're so monumentally unprepared for this job, it's shocking. And the vice president telling us exactly when we'll get tests? It's like, yes, we're going to get them soon, right away. It's urgent. It's, it's an emergency. It's very, well, when are we going to get them, Kamala? Um, eh, soon, very soon. And next week. And then, of course, the White House immediately contradicts her and says at the end of the month, What a ditz. This woman has no idea what she's talking about. She is so unprepared. This week in an NBC interview, she proved that she was unprepared. And she was asked whether or not we should have done something different with regard to Omicron or what could we have done different. And she says, we're fighting it every day. We fight. We fight every day, every day. She She doesn't have an answer to anything. And that's what you get, folks when you make a decision based on identity, politics alone, and not competence. She's not only unprepared, she doesn't give a damn. Now, the White House tells us that they're going to get tests at the end of the month. And get this, this is the part I really like. The test will arrive 12 days after you order them after the end of the month. At which point, so 12 days, so the White House gets them at the end of the month, and then you can go to a government website and try to get a test, uh, and you'll get it 12 days later, at which point you'll be over Omicron or you will have lost your job because you couldn't test. You couldn't prove you didn't have it. This Obama team redo was supposed to be an experienced team, but they're not delivering So why are they even there? What's in it for them? Well, we just found out that little Lord Fauci, who calls senators morons and makes more money than the president of the United States and has his financial disclosure redacted, blacked out, he would never, well, he lied on the U.S. funding of gang of function research at the Wuhan lab. And yesterday we found out he has $10.5 million of investments in drugs. Drugs, folks, he's in a position to direct the American government and which direction they should go when it comes to drugs. And he, and he has ten million dollars and he has ten million dollars of drugs. Now, ain't that sweet? And you have rewarded Joe Biden has rewarded his Democrat friends, the unions to the detriment of our children, single handedly with corrupt school unions, not only putting our children on a path where they can't compete with children from China and Russia in a global economy, but they were subjected to a year and a half of mental illness, attempted suicides, addiction, alcohol abuse, domestic violence, child abuse, because Joe Biden and his team were in cahoots with the unions. And if that weren't enough, if that weren't enough, It was the Department of Education Cardona secretary who suggested that the Department of Justice sick the FBI on the parents of children who simply wanted them in school. It was the education secretary who phrased the term domestic terrorist of everyday parents who simply want their children to be a part of what every American and every illegal child gets in this country. And that's a free and important education. But no. No, you were more interested in siphoning billions of dollars to the unions, to the schools, and to this day, some of them refusing to open because they're holding up the government for more money. And now, did you notice, folks, that suddenly Joe Biden wants the schools open now? Hey, ain't that special? Joe now wants the schools open because it's a midterm election year and everyone in his party is telling him from the bottom up, if you don't get those kids in school, I'm going to lose my election. If you don't make sure that we've got schools open, we're all going to lose. And you know what? Never in the history of this country has a president called uh, citizens names. If we don't agree with with him, we're racist. If we don't agree with him regarding our kids, we're domestic terrorists. If we don't agree with him, then you know we are of the ilk of George Wallace and Bull Connor. and you the the amazing part is that Joe Biden is the one who gave the eulogy for Strong Thurmond. Joe Biden was the one who was against the integration of schools. Joe Biden stood for segregation, you know, and Queen Nancy there. You and she need to spend more time together eating your ice cream cones outside of government. Instead of her January 6th obsession, maybe she should spend some time focusing on the anarchy on our streets, the burning of police stations, the repeated attacks on a federal courthouse, the smashing of stores and businesses, the torching of police cars, the destruction of monuments, the murders and the assaults of innocents all along the way. And the leftist progressives go against the American dream that believe that capitalism and believe in merit. And you try to push us toward Marxism where merit doesn't matter. You know what? The American people don't buy it. And, Joe, the older you get, the weaker you get. And you know what, Joe? There's someone circling around like a vulture, circling around, and that vulture is Hillary Clinton. You know, Joe, we gave you a precious jewel. We gave you that city on the hill, the greatest nation on earth. And instead of protecting her, you and your leftist friends are doing your best to not only destroy her, but destroy the hope, the inspiration, and the light she promises. And that's my opening statement here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Never, never forget, Join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. And up next on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, we'll be speaking with a Sacramento County DA, Anne Marie Schubert. You know I love those DAs. And later on, your chance to vote your thoughts. We open up the Friends of the Court hotline coming up right here on Talk Radio 77, WABC. On 9 11, 2,977 people were killed in terrorist attacks on American soil. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, through Operation Homebase, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's T, the number 2t.org. Judge
2: Janine Pirro. She's the outspoken
0: host. Judge Janine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro.
1: Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. And a special shout-out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on WABCradio.com, streaming worldwide. And for those with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying, Alexa, enable the 77 WABC skill. Now, I have a very special guest. She uh, is a person who... Is fearless and she is fearless in pursuit of criminals. She is fearless in pursuit of the belief that criminals belong in jail and victims need to be protected that criminals need to be punished and that we need to protect the victims. So joining us now is the Sacramento County District Attorney. She is a candidate for the California Attorney General. Please join me in welcoming Anne-Marie Schubert to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. All right, uh, Madam DA, how are you this morning? It's quite early where you
3: are. It's okay. I appreciate you having me on.
1: Well, okay, so uh, you know what? I was thinking about you this morning, and I said, you know, how do I start with her other than saying we're in a hell of a mess? And you're in California. Uh, you've got Gascone in L.A., the D.A. You've got Chesa Boudin, uh, and now we've got uh, Alvin Bragg in Manhattan. It's across the country. So let's talk about all of these progressive D.A.s whose mission is not what it used to be when I was DA and not what you believe it to be talk
3: to me well first of all um, i call it a state of chaos and and this is a national issue that hopefully your listeners understand it's it's not just crazy california that it's happening it's it's a movement across this country that has already impacted a substantial amount of our us population of people that control these seats and you know they tried to take me out a few years ago and were unsuccessful but it is. These are not, in my opinion, they're not progressive. They are rogue. They are individuals that have policies that are essentially dismantling the system from within. And the latest incident in, with uh, this person getting elected in New York City is, it, you know, I thought Gascon was bad. My goodness. I, I'm looking at his policies thinking I thought we couldn't get much worse than L.A. or San yeah. Francisco. And in fact, you're going to start to see the chaos only further erupt in that city.
1: Well, clearly, uh, people are people are petrified. And, you know, there is very little that can be done. I mean, in New York, we can get the uh, we, the governor uh, can remove a district attorney. But the other problem and the other issue is that in some areas around the country, they have to be recalled. Now, I was there a recall attempt against Gascon in Los Angeles? Yes,
3: there. there's two recalls going on right now. There's one. For Chessa Bodine that will be on the June ballot. He's in
1: San Francisco, 30, right?
3: He's San Francisco. I'm sorry, yes, he's San Francisco, and, and the and the citizens are just outraged by what's going on there. But in Los Angeles, they're circulating petitions to recall him. It's a very expensive proposition, but there's over, I think, 30 cities, city governments that have done votes of no confidence on this individual because he is destroying it. And when you say You know, there's not much to be done. Well, I'll give you an example. The Fed stepped in last week on the murder of an L.A. police officer um, and took the the sheriff and and the the law enforcement took the case to the feds, the federal prosecutors, because, uh, well, I I have no doubt because of the policies of Gasco.
1: Well, you know what's interesting, Anne-Marie Schubert, uh, district attorney uh, and also candidate for attorney general in California, um, the truth is that the feds are always there, but the local DAs, they're the ones who are the closest to the crime. They're the ones who should be trying the cases. I mean, this is, this is, you know, our Absolutely. bread and butter. And, and you did, I mean, you're famous for your successful prosecutions in cases such as the golden state killer, the, the, the second story rapist. You've done California unemployment fraud. I mean, you know, you've made a career. Of protecting people. And now we've got these people who should be public defenders, but they seek to to uh, to place themselves in a position where they can destroy the, the 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 peace and the sanctity of an area. And instead, as you say, create chaos. I mean, what what can we do other than try to recall them?
3: Well, I think it's it's really important that people understand that you're right, that these folks have no business being, quote, prosecutors. They have not, you know, grown up in the system like myself and other folks that have been career public safety officials. You've got in California, you've got an AG that's never, he's a career politician who got appointed, has never been a prosecutor. He's cut from the same cloth as, as Gascone. And so what, what the good citizens of New York or anybody else need to understand is that we have to Educate ourselves about, yeah, everybody can say we want reforms, but when you elect someone like Bragg or Gascon and they start to hire public defenders to be prosecutors, we have lost the concept of an adversarial system. They should go back and be public defenders. That's fine. But that is not a system of justice when they are single-handedly just ignoring the laws and doing whatever they want to do.
1: Well, you know, I remember, Anne-Marie, that the legislative uh, uh, component was part of my my duties in trying to get the law changed. I mean, you've got that crazy, uh, euphemistically called bail reform, which means everybody just gets out. Nobody stays in. And you've got, I believe you've got some numbers uh, of people who've been out on bail and are committing murder.
3: We have – I mean, we've been tracking it. So when COVID hit California, we, you know, many the, – the courts adopted zero bail, meaning people on certain types of crimes could get out. Um, some of the counties reform that. But, yes, we have some very significant challenges with people that have been let out on zero bail and been rearrested. And, and you know, there's studies across this country, even in Houston – where zero bail failed and they had, you know, many, many people commit murder while they were out on zero bail or ankle monitor, whatever it is. But, you know, there's this is just one, as I call it, a tsunami of poor public policies that are destroying public safety and crime victims' rights.
1: Well, you know, even in Waukesha, um, in Wisconsin, the uh, parade attack, I mean, that was a guy who was out on bail and actually driven over – Uh, His girlfriend, I believe, broke her leg, and then he takes that same car, uh, and he had several felonies. I mean, it's it's across the country. It's the American criminal justice system is turning into – The criminal justice system, and I've always advocated uh, that it should be called the victim's justice system, that it's the victim that we need to protect. The criminal's got his constitutional rights, he's got all kinds of legislative rights, he's got all kinds of uh, 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 case law behind protecting him, but the victim gets nothing. And I don't know how we're going to change that, but I see that in Manhattan – Uh, DAs are leaving, assistant DAs are leaving without a job because they don't want to be a part of it. And I see that Marilyn Mosby in Baltimore, she's another progressive DA. She was just indicted by the feds for corruption.
3: Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think, you know, this has been a long time coming. This is a very organized plan and it's going to take all of uh, not just Californians, but people across this country to understand that they are destroying us from within, and it is going to, you know, lead to only utter chaos. We already see it in many of these jurisdictions already. And, and the criminals, let's be honest, they're celebrating what's happening. I mean, we have a guy that's in prison in, for murder in, in California, out of L.A., who was caught on video toasting Gascon. I mean, that's that's where we're at now. We've got murderers and criminals celebrating the the lack of accountability that's happening out here on the West Coast.
1: Sometimes, uh, uh, D.A. Schubert from from California, sometimes I feel that, you know, we're we're just talking to ourselves. I mean, does it mean that this crime has to visit everybody before we get everybody's attention? Because when it hits, it is violent, it is unending, and the ripple effect is enormous.
3: Well, sometimes, I mean, I've often said that sometimes people don't understand the public safety system until they're personally affected. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're seeing now in California, you know, Los Angeles, uh, this, sadly, this woman, a guy breaks into her house and, and murders her. Um, we're seeing some high profile cases, which is something that as prosecutors you never want to see. But But the reality is until people realize the impacts of these poor policies, we're going to struggle. And this is where, you know, we need our constituents. And our, you know, our our individuals across this country to stand up and realize that this is going to destroy this country.
1: Well, there's no question, because when you don't have uh, peace, civility and law and order, then the value of your home goes down, your business is vulnerable. Uh, your kids can't go to school safely. It, it, the quality of life on every metric is destroyed if there is no law and order. Anyway, I want to thank you, uh, District Attorney Anne-Marie Schubert to Sacramento County, running for Attorney General in the state of California. Uh, I am behind you 100 percent, and I, I hope to God somebody gets some sense and gets you in that position. Anyway, any final thank thoughts you. before we go, Anne-Marie?
3: Uh, no, I just thank you so much, and just keep fighting a good fight and stand up for crime victims and public safety.
1: All right, and that's the mantra. Love you. Take care. Bye.
3: Thank you.
1: thank you. On 9-11, we vowed to never forget. Help America keep that promise. Donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at t2t.org. That's T, the number two, t.org. Tipping
0: the scales when all else fails. The Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Firo.
1: Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Joining us now is an accomplished surgeon. He is an adjunct professor of neurosurgery at Weill Cornell. He is a founder and CEO of Cellularity, a cellular medicine company. He's an entrepreneur, a scientist. And please join me in welcoming Dr. Robert Hariri to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. All right, good morning, Dr. Hariri. Thanks so much for being with us Um, uh, You know, this week, the uh, United States Supreme Court got involved in this medical back and forth and said that OSHA did not have the right uh, to dictate, nor did the Biden administration, that people be vaccinated in order to keep their job if their employer employs more than 100 people. Um, Have you ever seen anything like this where there's such controversy over medicine uh, that the Supreme Court? has gotten involved and is pulling back the United States government?
4: Yeah, good morning, Judge. I mean, honestly, I don't think any medical professional has ever in their career seen uh, a, a, a disease or an illness uh, muster such political input into the practice of medicine. Um, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating that, especially because there's so much that is still unknown, Uh, that an approach is being mandated by the political sector on a professional group that obviously should be in charge of how they manage their patients.
1: Well, and and so let's talk about the underlying issues. So we went from the initial COVID, then we had the Delta variant, then we had Omicron, and, I mean, I'm just – I just can't get over it. We've got Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Oh, we didn't see it coming. We didn't see it coming. Fauci, of course, did see it coming – but we don't have any tests, and so now or the tests are going to. The White House allegedly is going to get tests at the end of January, and then if you order them from a government website, you get them twelve days after you order them. So at the earliest, it's February twelfth, assuming the government gets them when they say they do. Hmm, we're from the government. We're here. <laughs> we're here to help you. Um, I mean, doesn't that mean that most people can't even test for Omicron, and does that matter? Well,
4: you're asking a really, really important question. First and foremost, we have to understand the tests that are available, right? There are, there are tests that look for a, a leftover fragment of the virus to determine whether you've been exposed. There's tests to determine whether or not you have developed antibodies against mm. the virus, which, mm-hmm. which indicates that you've already been exposed and your immune system is functioning. And, and as we've already seen, the CDC has said that the PCR test Um, hasn't been able to discriminate between COVID and a number of other viruses. So much of the information that we have used to guide our approach, vaccination approach, treatment approach, may in fact have been very flawed. That being said, there is still no doubt that, that anyone who says we didn't see variants coming isn't being forthright and honest. The natural history of any viral disease is that over time, the virus will, in fact, change. And this is because a virus is not a living thing. A virus is nothing more than some nuclear material, some, some genetic material that happens to be packaged and take over and hijack a living cell's machinery in order to make more copies of itself. Since it's not a living thing, if a virus kills the cell, it will soon cease to exist as well. So in order to stay in the environment, viruses mutate into a less virulent
1: form. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So your PCR is not accurate because it's not just testing for Delta or COVID or anything else. And if you've got anything else going on in your body, which may not be serious at all, it's going to show positive. Um, And you can't get the tests. And we're still, we've got the teachers still fighting to not go back into the schools um, and, and so what is the ordinary American left to think? Like, people are panicked. I see people walking on the street with two masks on. They're so freaked out outdoors. Do we need to do that?
4: You know, well, first of all, there's still tremendous debate over whether or not masks are effective at all. And in particular with the new variant, the Omicron, which is now um, fairly fairly accepted to be an airborne form of the virus, unless the mask is providing a complete seal and is impervious to particles of this size, you're not getting any protection. And so, you know, I don't I don't necessarily think that we we have have, have approached who should be wearing masks and who should be wearing the, the most sophisticated type of protection because the vast majority of people really don't need it. And here's the other important thing um, since Omicron is not as dangerous a virus and, and to my knowledge, the C D C hasn't directly linked Omicron to any significant number of deaths, um, that getting infected with Omicron is like having your your winter flu. You have it, it, you have a couple of unpleasant days, but then when you get over it, it's likely that you will now have durable, broad immunity against this particular subcategory of virus.
3: All
1: right. Well, let me ask you, um, when you've had Omicron or when you've had COVID or Delta, you have antibodies, These antibodies, would an antibody from Omicron be as strong as an antibody from the original COVID?
4: Again, really good question. Everything right now suggests that the vaccines against the original SARS-CoV-2 virus Mm -hmm. don't protect you against Omicron, which says that those viruses are different enough that that the very specific protection that the original vaccines gave – isn't giving you the kind of coverage you need that being said omicron appears to have especially if you get natural immunity appears to have enough overlap with the other forms of of covid that you will get protection so here's the bottom line you have a less less dangerous virus that if you happen to get it And develop your own natural immunity may protect you against the original variants, which were more
1: dangerous. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. So, you know, here we are coming up against the two year uh, anniversary of this crazy uh, 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 COVID. And, you know, the American people are really fed up with all of this, and they want to go to work, and, you know, there's so much back and forth. And yet Fauci seems to be the only guy that the administration is listening to. Why do you think that is?
4: Well, I think because he has stuck to the original narrative, and, um, you know, it's much easier to have one uh, one voice. Uh, as long as that voice is is passing and messaging according to what the the administration wants now look here 's the bottom line you know globally there are there are a remarkable brain trust of experts in virology and public health and treatments and so on. It always troubled me that we didn't take a Manhattan Project approach here mm-hmm. and enlist the opinions of everyone, everyone who has expertise, in order to come up with a true consensus. I think had that happened, mm-hmm. um, we, we might be in a better position today. And, and then, more importantly, um, you would you would avoid you would avoid much of the the, uh, the siloing of opinions. Um, and you know, we, as we've talked about before on some of your shows. There is a clear need for us to approach this virus as a as a dress rehearsal for something far worse in the future, oh, and God. we need to have therapy.
1: Okay, have stop therapy right there. Dr. Robert Hariri, what do you mean as a dress rehearsal for something worse? Talk to me.
4: You know, COVID, nobody wants to get COVID, right? Not a fun virus to have, and if you happen to have – Lots of comorbidities. If your health is mm. not good and you get COVID, it's not. It's not good. That's right. the principal reason why we had the the number of people that we lost uh, from COVID. However, it's COVID was not a hemorrhagic virus. You know, it wasn't a disease whose lethality was affecting. Every age group equally, and and was much much higher levels of lethality than what what we saw even with the original. Doctor
1: Harari, what does hemorrhagic mean?
4: So you remember the virus Ebola? Yes, Ebola was a virus that actually destroyed destroyed your tissues right. so much so that patients would literally liquefy their organs and hemorrhage right. internally got
3: it, it got it okay
4: very very highly valid
1: okay keep going
4: so so you know we worry about and you know um uh, joshua Lederberg, the nobel laureate uh former president of Rocky university i had a chance to train under often said the greatest threat to mankind is a is a is a virus and those viruses that have high lethality uh, and, that, and that create, create uh, symptoms that doctors cannot manage, those are the viruses we worry about. And the time it would take to produce a vaccine, just to give you an example, when Ebola first e- e- emerged... It took us over 20 some odd years to develop even the first prototype vaccine for Ebola. So we need to be prepared, not with vaccines, because a vaccine has to be made to the to the newly erupting uh, uh, virus. But rather, how do you treat viral infections in general to protect people from from the serious symptoms and lethality?
1: All right. Well, it seems like, uh, you know, we've got a lot coming in the future. Dr. Robert Hariri, I very much appreciate your being on uh, the Tunnel to Towers Sunday morning show. And uh, stay well and stay warm. Thank you, Dr. Hariri. All right, your phone, all right, you're welcome. And your phone calls are coming up right here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Call into the Friends of the Court hotline at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222 now. And the results we've been waiting to reveal we're talking about our question of the week. And this one, I cannot believe. And it's coming up next right here on the one and only 77 WABC. Now, with each mortgage-free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. People who have risked their lives for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. That's Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children. Our nation's most catastrophically injured first responders, veterans, and even our homeless service members. For some families, the foundation brings the comfort of knowing that they can stay in the home where they made memories with their fallen loved ones. For other families, the foundation enables new memories to be cherished forever. All of this is possible because of your generosity and support. Help our nation's greatest heroes and their families Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org.
0: Tipping the scales when all else fails. The Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro.
1: America's heroes need your help. Do good in their honor by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Go to T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Okay, welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. It's time for our 77 WABC clip of the week. I love these. Okay, well, I want you to take a listen to Bernie and Sid in the morning every weekday morning from 6 to 10. But uh, I want you to listen to this clip.
2: I have to remind people that when he was running for mayor, he was invited to the White House. He hadn't even won yet, but Joe Biden made it a fait accompli that he already won. And the next day on this show, you played the audio, he was extolling the virtues of Joe Biden. You show me anybody who says anything nice about Joe Biden, that guy is no good. No good.
5: Agreed. Okay. No, you got that one. You got that. Also, uh, invoking white supremacy in hiring his brother, who last we checked was a high-level NYPD position. Last we checked, he was a traffic crossing guard down in North Carolina. And Eric Adams is invoking white supremacy. I need him to protect me from white supremacy. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) There's Bernie and Sid. You got to love them. I know I do. All right. Um, I'd like to take a few calls right now. We've got uh, Jack and Hackensack. Talk to me,
3: Jack.
5: First of all, Kevin needs a raise. The screen is doing a great job, as are you, my dear Janine. Yes. Also, I want to say this is American veteran G.I. Geno Jack back in Hackensack.
1: <laughs> okay, G.I. Jack from Hackensack, I'm gonna, hit, I'm
5: gonna hit it. I'm going to hit you with a few, a few bombshells. First okay, of all, make it fast. Al, Al, Alvin Bragg, nothing to brag about, Alvin Dirtbag. Shame on him. That thug who killed that innocent woman. Mm -hmm. Should get the 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 Fed should step in and seek the death penalty. I'm not happy with the death penalty on every case, but that case screams for it. And also, I want to say, I hereby challenge Eric Adams to build and have built and open a retirement home for American veterans in Manhattan, in New York City. New York City, Janine, is the only major American city and the richest city in the world that does not have. A facility, a uh, New York City administered, managed for American veterans. Fifty percent here for the homeless men are American veterans. Well, there's no question. Thirteen thousand American veterans suicides. With the grace yep. of God, by the end of this year, Janine, let us bring an end to that.
1: Well, first of all, GI Jack from Hackensack, uh, your comment about DA Alvin Bragg and the shooting of a young girl at uh, was it Burger King? Uh, she. She was working, and uh, she got shot in the stomach. She was killed. She was a young girl trying to work. She didn't want to work the night shift, and she ends up working, and she's dead. But, you know, when Alvin Bragg, the DA in Manhattan, came in, he put out a memo to his prosecutors, and all my DA friends texted me and said, do you believe this crap? And you know what? It's a message to the criminal uh, that, you know what? it's a lack of law and order you come to new york you do what you want and we're not going to prosecute you and as it relates to homeless veterans i love you gi jack i don't know you but i gotta tell you that fact that we have homeless veterans is a stain on our society anyway let's do uh, pete from pescataway
2: Hello, Judge. Um, At the beginning of your show, you mentioned that people don't know what to do about Omicron. Mm. Well, I tip my hats
4: off to Australia because they kicked out the world's best championship tennis player. He puts his pants on just like
2: everybody else. And if that happened in the United States, all the Republicans would be tearing their hair out, pulling their hair out. Except me.
1: All right. Let me ask you a question, Pete. Do, do you remember that? Uh, first of all, I think Australia has lost its mind. Uh, do you remember the guy who sneezed in an elevator by himself? And they had a warrant outstanding for this guy because he sneezed. And they had all of law enforcement looking for him. And then they jailed him. I mean, Australia, like like enough of Australia. But you know what? You're entitled to your opinion. Absolutely. And uh, let's go to uh, Joel in Israel. We got a caller from Israel. Talk to me, Joe.
2: Hello, Your Honor. It's a great privilege to be speaking with you and I send Thank you your Happy New Year. Blessings belated. Thank you. Your Honor, I know the name of the show is Friend of the Court and I did a filing a few years ago uh, in Hunter Biden's Arkansas case that went viral. Um, it's at the top of the Google algorithm if you or any of your listeners. If, if anyone Googles Hunter Biden plus China Hustle, mm-hmm. uh, the filing will come up. The China Hustle, Your Honor, was a 200 to 400 billion dollar stock scam that's ongoing they made a movie about it in 2017 not sure if you're familiar with it Nope. but um i went to court like thousands of other investors uh we received put options china didn't pay on any of those court options there's one law firm in new york that has a billion dollars of cases they they received zero money back but somehow hunter biden according to president trump was able to waltz into china and get tens of millions
1: Yep. All right.
2: That filing based on your your show, friend of the court. It is called a motion for judicial. All right.
1: So that so you have no question. But you know what? Let me just end this here. There is no question that Joe Biden and and Hunter Biden are connected with China in ways that you and I don't even know. And I'll leave it at that. But thank you, Joel. And uh, happy New Year to you as well. All right. You guys know what time it is. It's time to reveal our question of the week. Last week, we posed the question. Would you consider receiving a fourth COVID vaccine shot? The question was posed as COVID variants seem to be popping up every month with no end in sight. If the pandemic continues to plague our lives and the extra dose is made available, would you get a fourth shot? So here are the results. Interesting. 25% said no and 75%, 75% said yes, they would consider getting a fourth COVID vaccine shot. So that is, that really tips the scale. 75% would consider getting the fourth shot. So, um, you know, we we just had one question, and uh, I'm going to ask you for the question of the week, the upcoming question of the week, um, is COVID still significantly impacting your life? Is COVID still significantly impacting your life? Or are you are you like past it? Like you're over it? Omicron's not that serious. It's 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 not it's not as dangerous as the others. So make sure you chime into the conversation and vote. All you have to do is log on to our website at wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. That's wabcradio.com. There's a forward slash the word tag t a g forward slash the word web dash poll. So I'll be reading the results of the question of the week next Sunday live right here on 77 WABC. Um, We are almost out of time, but I just want to say one thing. The DAs across this country and some people have estimated it's 20 to 25 percent of the country covered by uh, rogue prosecutors who are really defense attorneys who are emptying out the prisons, who are not uh, prosecuting or who refuse to add uh, uh, additional time for gang violence, gun violence, they are destroying this country. And it will affect every aspect of your life. If we do not have law and order, then you or someone close to you will be the victim of a crime because the ripple effect is beyond just the victim, the victim's loved ones, the families, and the community. It is enormous. So keep your eye on crime, and you better, you know, get up and be heard, because it's time. Anyway, make sure you join us back here next Sunday at 11 a.m. sharp for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Sunday morning show. Up next, Dix Morris. Happy Sunday.